Welcome back to the Badass Kid Podcast. This week we got Kid Blade and his young brother G. Enjoy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Let me see. I think I'll, I'll find it right now. Sounds disgusting. Of course it does, bro. Sounds like some good pussy. <laughs> Yo, what it do? What it do? What it do, man? How you doing? Why the fuck are you going to tell me we started, bro? <laughs> I, want, I wanted to capture that. That was pretty hilarious. He's hey, this guy. is wrong, bro. You can't just turn on the mic like that. Come on, hey, bro. No, that's invasion I, of privacy, Hey, it was dog. on the whole time. Oh, I don't oh. give a shit then, bro. Cut all that shit. Cut I mean, to be 100%, my life is like a fucking book. If you know me, you know half of the shit I've been through. And if you really know me, then you've probably been through the shit I've been through. Turn off, turn off the goddamn music. I was like, who's moaning? Bro? What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> hey, bro, my bad. That was my book. <laughs> that was that my, was his e-book. That's my that's the OnlyFans preview, my oh, bad. Yeah, yeah, my bad. Um, if y'all catch me on OnlyFans, that should be my background music right there. Um, But uh, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Uh, so we have a, a special guest back. <laughs> Already. Already back. <laughs> uh, so uh, he was in the uh, first episode. Uh, Kid Blade is back. Welcome back, man. Hey, guys. Nice to see you again. <laughs> I, you guys can't see me, but I can see these guys. <laughs> That's right. But no, you know what? My goal is to not be a guest. I just want to be a regular. Oh, now. he wants to be like, a regular. Like, this motherfucker don't leave. He's just here all the time. <laughs> hey. So, hey, you got a point. You got that, a point. That's hey, well, the point. He here. Yeah, like... I mean, I'm glad. And this time it's even better because I didn't have to go to your guys' place. Like, you guys came to mine. Yeah. We're chilling in the garage. This is old. Like, we've been here years this and is years some, and years. Yeah, this is some real old school, high school kickback shit right here. Yeah, so this this is normal. Um, is good time. Just more wires. Well, yeah, a lot more, huh? <laughs> yes, definitely. And now we're incriminating. No, no cable, now no we're cable in, management. <laughs> <laughs> now we're incriminating ourselves. No, no. We didn't no, say nothing. No, nothing not yet. nothing yet. For, yeah, bro. Um. I want to congratulate you, man. You know, you just had your second baby. I did. Uh, how, how, is, how you feeling? How you feeling? No, thank you, guys. Oh, dude, I that's one thing that I love is being a dad. More than anything, I think that's that's one thing I can honestly say, like, I'm okay, good at. Like, <laughs> I, I might be bad at other shit. I might make real bad decisions. But when it comes to being a dad, I'm pretty solid. Pretty you know? fucking good, let me tell you. I, I mean, agree. you guys I have agree. been boogers, so you guys know how he Amazing is. Amazing kid, bro. Um, Amazing. Very smart. Yeah, so I'm hoping my second son is probably just as badass as he is. You know, <laughs> Fuck yeah. I'm sure they will be. They'll have their differences, but, I mean, they both come from me. And, you know, yeah, I'm, a fucking, I'm a god, bro. No word. Oh, shit. The fucking gene pool is strong, yeah, bro. The gene, pool is. the gene pool is strong. Is that a nipple piercing right there? Uh, it, I thought about it. Um, <laughs> as a matter of fact, let me tell you my story about nipple piercing. Oh, wow. oh okay. All right. Let's start, to start this off right. So, uh, as you guys know, I rollerblade. I've rolled yep. for years. I became professional at a very young age, and I was able to travel, do a lot of cool shit, you know, been to places. Uh, so I used to have my nipples pierced, and one time we were skating the staircase, and uh, it was by a wall, and the wall was like that stucco, that real rough mm, fucking stucco. Yeah. I landed backwards, and when I went to turn, instead of turning the opposite way like I had originally planned, I turned into the wall, caught the nipple piercing, and ripped off that piercing and that part of my nipple. And ever since then, I've never had feeling in the right nipple. Like you can give me the yeah. worst n- purple yeah, pur- nipple in life, and I'm okay. Like I don't, I don't flinch. I don't bat an eye. Like you'll bruise it before I start realizing. Like, nah, it kind of hurts. Like it does. There's no fucking feeling <laughs> to some, it. Dog. Some kinky shit right there. You know, the, I like it. You yeah. know, the, the the car cables. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, bro. I had a buddy. We. Real quick, we hooked him up to fucking the thing, and he didn't believe that I would touch it to the car cables. Well, I <laughs> fucking did, and he passed out. <laughs> <laughs> Is he still alive? <laughs> he's alive. He's not all there, but he's alive. <laughs> he was. Ne- he was never the same yeah, after that. It wasn't. Oh, we wasn't shit. all there when we started, but afterwards, bro, he hit the ground. <laughs> bro, his face, bro. If you guys would have seen his face, he would have been dead. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Poor fucking guy, but that's funny as fuck. He fucking said I wouldn't do it, and you know that's one thing you don't fucking do. Yeah, you don't ever say you ain't. I bet you won't. Yeah, I bet you won't. I'll you fucking, can't. I'll fucking get hurt proving yeah, you see. wrong. Mama ain't raised no bitch. Yeah, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I use that in one of my songs, bro. Hell my, yeah, mama ain't raised no bitch. Mama ain't raised no bitch. <laughs> but it's fat, bro. Have you do you see how fucking scarred up I am? Half of this shit I don't even want to do. In my life, it was like, bet you won't. Oh, bet I will. And it's not even like money that's on the table. It's nah. just pride sometimes. Pride, word. That was, that's exactly what I was going to say. That shit gets in the way. It's yeah. fucked up. 
Um, okay, so I wanted to uh, to touch on the Black Panther, uh, Chad. Uh, I can't think of his last name. Chadwick. Chad. Yeah. Oh uh, no. yeah. Is it? Yeah. Well, rest in peace, man. Sucks. Um, I uh, I was doing some research. I guess he's had it for like four years. Yeah. And so he he was filming the movies even while having it, and um, there was a lot of people online saying that people were like roasting him and shit about like his weight loss. Yeah, um, but I never saw any of that. Is, he he did a role one of his last movies that came out. He did a role where he he was like a really skinny kid, you know. But thinking back now that he had it, you know, for the four years, so that means that he was. Um, was sick during Black Panther yeah. and and Endgame and stuff like oh, that. Both Avengers, yeah. And that that's what makes me. That's what honestly it, it makes me sad because imagine having that and like you're losing weight, but he kept up his body weight like super well. Like he was, he was. He what do you think he was doing? You think? He, uh, what do you think he was doing to 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 continue to eat? I'm not sure. Smoking? I I would I would like to say yes, just because you know I'm a big you know I'm a I'm a, I'm obviously yeah advocate of it. But I don't know what he was doing. But it makes me sad. Like he was going through all this pain, and then on top, still had to keep that build for the movies. Like this man was working. He was working. He yeah. was really working for his life. He went out. He went out doing what he loved, man. Yeah, he did. So you got to respect that. Yeah, it sucks, man. I don't think he had any kids, huh? No, he he, he secretly got married though. With wow. between the four years where he was sick, mm. he married the girl because he he had the same fear. He, he was older than I thought he was. Oh yeah, he was forty three. I thought he was like in like maybe maybe his thirties. No, black don't crack. That's that's exactly what I said when <laughs> yeah. I when I when I saw it. I was like forty three. I was like, damn, black don't crack. That boy looks that's young. Real, that motherfucker looks young, bro. It yeah. was sad, dog. I I'm a big Marvel fan. You know, I'm pretty yeah. sure you know all of us are here. Um, and I I honestly it was it was a shock to me. I I wasn't expecting it. Twenty twenty has not been very nice to us. It's been crazy, man. Ever since Kobe and. Everything's been downhill ever since. That shit's crazy. How do you feel about it? Uh, I honestly, like, I never watched Black Panther. I'm not really, I don't really follow Marvel. Don't get me wrong. I do, like, movies that they have created. Um, but I'm not a real avid, like, I guess. Marvel fan, right? Yeah, Marvel yeah, yeah. fan. Like, I'll watch it if it's something that piques my interest. Yeah. Um, but I didn't really watch Black Panther. Um, but... Without knowing him and as a person, not really knowing him as much of an actor, I have a lot of respect for someone whose, I guess, work ethic is that strong. Yeah. Like, to keep you going, no matter how much pain you're in. And uh, trust me, when I, I know firsthand the pain that someone goes through with cancer, and I know that it's not there's not an easy day and yeah, sometimes and you're just struggling to even get out of bed and but, he he had all those amazing films yeah and the shots he had in there were crazy yep and yeah. you know he was dealing with pain i think he was smoking he may have been smoking to eat to sleep and also to get through the pain there's different types of weed you know that everybody yeah. knows that so well especially been, with the money that he had i'm sure he yeah, could he, get something specifically for what he was going what for. he was going through you know yeah yeah and it's crazy i watched a video where he was giving us like a kind of a little speech at a at a kid center a kid cancer center you know where the kids were sick and he's like breaking down mid you know like mid um speech and people were like wow like he's really like committed to it but it's sad to think now that he was going through the pain so that's why he was breaking down he yeah. was breaking down because he was trying to show them that it's going to be okay when he probably hasn't even convinced himself that it's going to be okay. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's the crazy, crazy huh? part about it when you'll sacrifice yourself to show somebody else like, yeah. hey, you guys will be fine knowing damn well that even you aren't going to be fine. Yeah, like you you're not, to you're not too part, sure yeah. about it. Do you guys think that, that, that the kids will look back on that and be like, he lied? Or not, maybe not that he lied or... Maybe like not be as optimistic anymore because he lost I, the fight. I would, I would, I wouldn't think so. Honestly, I think it'd be more, um, more like motivational because it's like he was, he was in pain and we didn't see, we didn't know that he was dealing with the same pain we were. Mm. But he was making us feel good about it, and he gave us a morale that yes, we can beat this. Yeah. You know. So I think it's more of a like a respect thing. I think those kids. You know, God willing, they make it through their life and they get get to look back at something like that and be like, wow, like that man's worth, worth ethic really, really stuck with me. And yeah, maybe yeah, it, yeah. it changes, you know, it changes their course of their life. Their life. Yeah, for sure. They learn from that and they're they're inspired by that. 
Um, sticking on the on the topic of of, of kids, um, I was thinking about it the other day. Um, how do you guys feel about like the foster foster children? Like not not foster children specifically, but just the I guess that environment, the like, system, the system, the system. No. Because I, I I know you kind of worked in that system for a little bit, right? Yeah, so, I'll go. I. I, I'm really, I'm a dad. So mm-hmm. to me, I feel like every kid should have parents, and uh, I feel bad for the kids who can't. Uh, I feel bad for the kids whose parents abandon them. I know there's different reasons, a million reasons. There's a bunch of whys and why nots. I wish the system was more for the kids. I know sometimes you get bad stories. Like they just stick them in random homes with people who yeah. want just a check from these kids and they don't get shit. And I think that's disgusting. But I think if it was like, you know, they put them in a home with an actual loving family, even if they have to downsize how many kids go to one home and have multiple homes, but at least like the people are fit and actually able to show one kid some type of love, yeah. then four kids and all they get to do is go to school, go to work, go home you know, or go to school um, and go straight home and just yeah. get fed dinner and their only soul is like, they go to school for breakfast, they go to school for lunch and then at dinner at home and it's a microwave dinner because these people don't want to spend money because they're out there spending money on other shit. Yeah, it's, it's a, I worked in it for a little bit. I think it was a whole year that I was in the, um, I was working at a foster, at a foster agency and um, I hear where we live and uh, yeah, dude, there's a lot of stories out there where you're just like, what the fuck? Like, I, why like why would somebody do this you know or why why put these kids because these kids go through so much at a young age and they become very very smart really quick you know and like you were saying you know um a lot of the times um they do get put in bad homes you know and these people these checks are they're pretty big from what i remember there were some parents would get up to five g's so for how many kids they would have probably four but then oh, it varied on the age yeah you know, um, everything varies on age. Dude. So yeah. if they were smaller, you got more, or if they were older, you got more. No, the the smaller the child, it was it was it was roughly a good number. The older, you'll get more because you have to deal with more. You know what I'm saying? So you have to when you get teenagers, you know they're already stuck in their ways, and you know you got to do that, and that that takes a lot right there. You know the smaller children, some of them are pretty pretty hectic, but not too not too bad. Is the system as bad as they say from what you got to see? From what I got to see, yeah. Yeah, I just feel like a lot of the, there was a story, there was a, um, I used to um, supervise the visits between the kid and the biological parent. There was this one, I remember, um, it was a mom, and she would work nights and come in the morning to see her, her kid, her baby during the visit. Um, she had three other kids, and but she would see the baby like one or twice out of the week, and it'd be in the morning, and the whole hour, two hours that they had, she was asleep with the baby like completely asleep and it, it like what what enjoyment do you have you know and i I don't i try not to get myself invested into it because then i start getting my feelings and i'm like you know i'm pissed or you know you take it that. personal yeah and so one day she was up and we got to talking and she told me what well the reason behind them taking the kids was she was working nights and the the father was working days so he'd be babysitting them. You know, he'd be with them all night. And I guess he was hitting the kids. So they got him, but they took the kids away from her. So right there, the system failed because the mom had nothing to do with it. The mom does not deserve to be punished because the father made a mistake. Yeah. And that that right there broke me, you know. And then there was other ones where it would be five kids and the dad was a, you know, he's like a druggie or a gangbanger. And doesn't take doesn't watch the kids and the, and he's the foster dad no he's the foster bio, the biology. biological parent yeah there was the most of the most of the parents i met that were foster parents were all cool for the most part you know you had your really picky ones you know the, they wanted everything done like right away you had the really cool ones and all the kids i had they were in loving homes is is foster parents the same as adoption no no you can you can go foster to adopt and then sometimes, you know, in in between when the kids come into foster care and the the, the case is going through, um, the judge, whatever happens, can decide like, okay, the the parents aren't getting the kids back, like it's done, like you don't deserve your kids. You're not you 
you're not going to have them. So they give the option to the foster parent. Like, you get first, you get first, I don't want to say dibs, but, like, you, you're the first one to be asked if you want to adopt. At what point do they, is it up to the court's discretion to give the kids back to the parents? Yeah, the parents have to go through, like, the process the court gives them. So if it was drugs, rehab, rehab um, drug classes, A&A, you know, shit like that. You have to complete this amount of course in this time. You have to make it to all your visits. You can't be late. You can't miss unless it's like a dire emergency. emergency. Um, and then all that is based on the judge. And then all that's going to contribute to the judge's decision. What was one of like the, I don't want to take you back there, but what was like one of like the stories or one of the situations that like really hit you down to the core? There was... There was a little girl that I used to take to go see her mom and sometimes her dad, and she was about maybe two years old. And for the longest time, I didn't know why she was taken away. The parents were always so nice, like they they were super good with her. Like I didn't, I I couldn't picture like what what went wrong here. And um, so one day I asked one of the the social workers that I was really cool with. I was like, hey, like what's the story? Because they didn't seem to like the parents, and I I didn't understand why. I'm like, dude, they're they're cool, like. They listen to everything I tell them to do. They always on time, bringing everything they need to bring, you know, whoop doo boop So I didn't get it. Come to find out that they took they took the, the, the baby away because they in they took her to the hospital and she had a fractured skull, a broken wrist, an arm, and I think a, a hairline fracture on a on a on a leg. Dude, you have no idea when I heard that, like how fucking pissed I was. That this fucking this fucking parents fucking talk to me like normal people after this shit, like I was livid. Dog. The the visit after that after I found that out, I was, I, it was hard for me to be like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? Well, are how you, are they even letting them still be around them until the until the entire case goes through? They have visitational rights. Okay, let's say that that they get denied for whatever reason, they they just can't see them anymore at all. Yeah, if the judge decides that your 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 parenting rights are are done, they're done. You can't see the child no more. It now it's up to the foster parent or the adoptive parent if they want to let their child see you. It's all on them now. That's fucking crazy. Um, damn. Yeah. Yeah, because I I I don't know too much about the system. The thing that comes to mind, and I'm sure for a lot of people um, listening, and I don't know us in this room, is uh that that uh. That little kid in Lancaster, Palmdale. Oh yeah, um, Gabriel. Gabriel um, Hernandez or Fernandez. You heard about him? He's on the Netflix. But they did a Netflix special on him. No, I I can't watch stuff like that. Like I I could not give a shit about the world. But when it comes to kids, I have a very I like I have a soft spot, especially yeah. having two. Like I would. Oh, I would yeah. Honestly, like I would kill for my kids. Oh yeah, I, no, yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah no, having 100%. your own kids as a parent. You would kill for your own kids. And, yeah. I, and I don't understand why some of these parents, like, don't get that. Like, when I was doing that. Like, yeah. dick, these are your kids. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, I don't... Yeah, they're, I, why, ex- they're an extension of you. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't... I, I really don't get it sometimes. Sometimes I really wanted to fuck some of these parents up. Like, just be like, what's wrong with you? Like, why Why are you like this? Why... If you knew you were going to be like this, why have your kids? Yeah. You're you're fucking them up, okay? You, you're already fucked up. You're done. Your life is over with. These... They have their whole life, and you're ruining it for them. Yeah. Like it's just it's a it's a whole traumatic fucking psychological thing that goes on with these kids. Oh, I bet. Yeah, that, like I said, I can't I can't watch stuff like that. I don't like looking into it because, dude, have, I think having kids is probably the biggest blessing anybody could have. Why would you hurt someone so innocent? Like in my mind, when you look at kids, I don't think you should ever look at them and want to hurt them. I don't care how much they get on your nerves. I don't care how much they complain, they whine, they cry, they. They're kids. You know what you're getting yourself into. Why would you hurt them? And when I mean hurt them, I mean physically, like like you said, hairline fractured, broken skull. Like, I would never yeah. look at my kid, any kid, and be like, I want to break you in any way, shape, or form. You know? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense I would do to anything me. to protect you more than I would do anything to hurt you. And that's, I don't know, a lot of these, a lot of these parents that have kids is just, I can't, there's, I just can't. I can't deal with people. Like for me, that. it's not it's not deserving. Yeah, and then there's people out there that that are trying and are good people and would do anything for their kids, and they can't have them. Yeah, that sucks. And it does. It sucks trying so much, and like 
everybody around is getting pregnant and these motherfuckers are having fucking six or five kids and it's like what the they fuck they can't even take care of them yeah, they're fucking dick. losing them to the system they're doing whatever they want like, stop it's... dick fuck up your life go ahead nobody cares do whatever the fuck you want you end up fucking blasting yourself for whatever reason do it but don't bring a life into the world and fuck it up yeah um i was i was listening to i think i watched it was a video on espn and they were talking about um i think it's lamello ball the youngest one um and they were talking about him growing up as a as a kid star because obviously his big brother and then the middle brother yeah and his obviously his dad as well playing in the nba um and <laughs> and on espn they, they they painted the picture that basically he had a terrible childhood because he didn't have one because all he, all he knew was basketball Right. All he did was basketball. Like they asked him, "Would you have? Do you regret not being able to go to your prom?" Because I guess that at the age of sixteen, he went um, to Europe to go play basketball. Yeah. yeah. So he didn't get to go to his prom. He didn't get to do just the normal, normal teenage stuff. Yeah. So and he responded with, "Well, no. I mean, to me, I probably wouldn't have went to that because that's not what I do. That's not me." Um. So it's not that I don't believe him, but. My gut feeling just says that he's so he grew up in a in an environment where he's just that, that it's okay to him. Right, but right. I see I see him as an example and then also Michael Jackson. I know they're two extreme examples. They're not the same, but um you know, obviously Michael he you know, built that entire ranch supposedly. Right. So that he can live his childhood right, that, that he, he never have. had. Yeah. Do you feel like um, that's fucked up as a parent to do that? Because obviously, like if if you do that as a parent and it works out and they're and they end up rich, yeah, maybe it wasn't that bad. But then you you look at it from a perspective of well, money isn't everything. Yeah, they could have had you know a great childhood without having all the fame and money and everything. Yeah, right? just like memories and shit. Yeah, um, I. No, I, I honestly, growing up, I guess when you grow up in a family like that, you know, where everything is, is this, 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 and this, you know, you get used to it. So maybe for us, like the childhood we had was nothing compared to the childhood he had, you know, he, he might've had all this stuff and done all these things, but he was working at a younger age than we were. We actually got to, you know, be children and, and have that and grow up into what we are today, you know? And I, and yeah, you're right. Maybe sometimes it does work if a parent does it, but then there's resentment. Yeah. You know, what if the kid doesn't want to? And I, and I feel like if he really doesn't want to do this anymore, then when he gets whatever big pay he's going to get, that he just stops, you know, he, he gets his contract. He works that contract out and that's it. Like if, if he really doesn't want to do this, you know, but I don't feel that way. Cause I feel like, out of all three brothers, he's probably the best one. Well, he his response to I guess the the guy interviewing him said, asked him. He's like, "What if what if we what if you asked your dad growing up, or you told your dad, hey, dad, I don't want to play basketball. I want to fuck. I don't know, cheerlead. Let's say his dad like not maybe not cheerlead, but like I want to play lacrosse. Let's say, and his dad would have probably said, and he was like, no, nah, my dad would have been like, fuck, no, you're crazy. Like the fact that his dad was f- almost steering him and almost forcing him to go down a specific path is that wrong i think so um because obviously it worked to an extent to an extent yeah it, i mean obviously he hasn't been drafted yet but they're talking about one or two like yeah, the first I, or second he, he might go he, he might go one so i mean uh, but but back to the question do you think it's a bad thing i i do and i don't so I do think it's a bad thing because I think you should let your kids pick their future and right. at least push them in the direction that they pick. But we all know that sometimes kids just want to do stupid shit. And if you can, if you if they see like, let, let's say, for example, like you said, he wanted to play basketball and, or he didn't want to play basketball and he wanted to play lacrosse and his dad wouldn't let him. Yeah. What if his dad would have been like, okay, play both. You know, don't let him off of, the one that you're pushing him in. Right. But play both. Eventually, if if his true love was basketball, he would have picked that one anyways. Yeah, he would have gone towards so it. So he would have pushed him. Like, he would have been like, well, I'm not going to force you, but I'm going to keep you there. You know, because if he's good at it, he's good at it. And you don't want to see him waste his talent. Not that 
Shit, he could have been great at basketball and never ever made a day in the NBA or never ever made a headline. Could have never won a ring. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, like, let's say he wasn't good at it and he was good at lacrosse, better at lacrosse than he was at basketball, and now you got that way of going. So I think you should let your kids pick their time or what they want to play. But if you find something that they're good at, just keep them in it as well as let them also veer off the path and have fun. Be a kid. Enjoy the yeah. smaller things like things like that. I, yeah. I, I don't 100% agree with being a strict parent and forcing your kid to play one specific sport because they're great at it. I just think if they're I, good at it, keep them in it and let yeah. them do other shit too. It's because I honestly I think he's he's pushing all three of his kids because he, he wants them to live the glory that he didn't have. Yeah, he's living his life. His, yeah, his, his he's his, living through his kids. That isn't that what parents do though? They live through you. I no. but see, no, I, I no? don't think so because no. a parent that wants to live through you, they want they want you to do, they want you to do something they were too scared to do, and they want to see how it would have worked out for them. But I, I don't. Do you get me? Is that a bad thing though? Well, in a because sense, because well, you're saying it almost like, like, like they're doing it with with bad intentions. Like that's what it sounds like almost. Because like, like you're saying, is, yeah, that, is that what you mean? Yeah, because I mean, in all reality, let's say your kid doesn't want to do any of that stuff. Like I feel like pushing him to it, or even like you know, you know, you you're good at this. Stay here. Like I don't really, I don't agree with it. You know, I feel like let your kids pick and support them in that. And if it doesn't work out at the end of the day, that's fine. Move on to the next one. That didn't work out? Cool. Move on to the next one. And we'll go down the line like that. You just have to make sure your kids see it through. It can't be like, oh, you you fall once and then oh, you Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, yeah. no. Like, yeah. I, if, if like my kid wants to be like, all right, I want to play football this season. Cool. You're going to finish the season. Whether, you're gonna, whether you hate it or love it, you're going to finish this season just to say that you did it. You don't like it next year? Boom. We'll do soccer. You don't want soccer? You're going to finish the season out. Let's go to the next one. And then that way they know like... The next one they pick, they probably think twice about, you know, like, damn, I got to play a whole season of this. Is it really something I'm, I really want to get invested in? No. We'll skip this. Let's go to the next one. Let's go to the next one. And I'm, and maybe it's sports aren't their thing. Um, how do you guys feel about kids being on, on electronics at a very young age? And I'm talking about like consumed in it, you know, like yeah, yeah, like playing Call of Duty all day long in the all summer. the time, or on yeah. the iPad all the time, on YouTube all the time. I don't agree with it. My son, when he's with me, no electronics, none. Neither of my kids will have electronics, and what I mean, no electronics, is to a certain extent. Right now, with the whole pandemic and and bullshit that's going on, my son has to be on his laptop for school. I can't get in the way of that. There's nothing I can do. I yeah. But when when he's here, when he's with me, um, no phone, no iPad, no nothing. We play hockey, play soccer, play basketball. We'll be outside. We go skating. We do what a normal kid should do. I think kids should be outside in the dirt getting hurt instead of on and their stomach in the kitchen eating food and playing video games or watching YouTube. Uh, God knows what the fuck they watch on YouTube either. Yeah, YouTube especially nowadays. It's crazy. My kid comes up with some lines where i'm like yo you can't be saying shit like that especially in public to people like yeah you don't want to be saying that and there's only so much of a limit that you can cover on youtube and yeah. I, people are like oh go on the kids youtube app there's still only so much you can cover people are out to get kids they're out to taint the future is what yeah. they're trying to do so well yeah i mean yeah that's for sure i mean if you i mean just for as a perfect example if you look back on at a lot of the cartoons that we used to watch in our day a lot of the things that they did were dirty there's a lot of dirty jokes in there and it's it's pretty fucking crazy that that went over our head yeah until now yeah <laughs> no yeah i see i just speaking of that i saw mickey mouse reel the other day and he was making swiss cheese so he would get like a block of the triangle cheese and he would literally fuck it and poke holes in it and then pat through through back on the line and that, that's that was a whole reel and i was like what the fuck were they thinking dog like yeah. I, I get it that shit's pretty funny to me yeah. but is it gonna <laughs> yeah. be funny to a fucking parent of a fucking 10 year old or nine year old you know and like yeah i it's find that right. i find that shit hilarious but <laughs> you yeah. would find that shit hilarious. it's funny dog because he's there like pumping it you know and yeah. then fucking mini mouse is behind him like turning the wheel so the belt moves and shit, that shit makes me laugh, <laughs> She's dog. helping him. so i mean this shit's funny I, I don't agree with the electronics i think I, from a certain age to a certain age no electronics me i've already talked to um, vanessa about this i when, when we have our kids i do not want them to have an, a fucking ipad at all until like at least like 10 or 11 okay, yeah now, now i get what you're saying what about school with uh, school yeah so yeah so i told her that she they can have a computer 
Um, they can play video games, but not at a young age. Like I don't, they're not going to have like a Nintendo, none of that shit when they're little. Um, I'm thinking maybe like seven or eight, okay. maybe then. But I want my kid to have that experience of going outside and and being outdoorsy and staying out late when it's dark and playing basketball yeah. outside, playing football in the street. You know that type of yeah, the good the ninety that ninety era fucking <laughs> yeah. kids. Yeah, yeah. And you're it's, running home because the fucking street lights are on. And you're yeah, you're like, bike and trying to fucking get yeah. there. It's time to go home. The lights are on. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. Yeah, and dude. When the I, light in front of the house was broken, you were fucking good because yeah. that one never went yeah. on. Yeah, word. <laughs> no, I agree. I I think kids should have that. You know, like um when it comes to like my wife you know um her you know my brother-in-law my sister-in-law um they they were they're always quoting these shows you know a lot of shows you know like hannah montana and, like, and i mean don't get me wrong we watched it a little bit you know but i i was never like a series watcher you know back way back when i was little because you know i i'd rather be outside and power rangers that was the only one that i watched like and you know start to end because it was my shit but you know, and I'm, and I always tell them like, well, I had a real childhood, like, like, oh, and then they always make fun of me, like, no, you didn't, because you didn't watch any of these. Well, no, because I was outside, <laughs> I was outside eating shit. You know, like I was out there yeah. fucking putting dirt in my mouth for no fucking reason, fucking eating plants off of, or eating leaves off of plants that I didn't know in the house and shit. Like I was out there doing all types of dumb shit. Yeah, I mean, I, I think kids should be kids. I think they should have uh, a rough, a rough outside childhood play. I mean, you. Sp- bust up your knees playing football in the street yeah like you should have those stories you know i because i mean nowadays in the generation that follows i guess right behind us is very soft very soft they're yeah. sensitive they yeah complain they about everything like get hurt um i would say even even our generation is like on the border of that see yeah. i think our that's, generation that's was split up. yeah because yeah, there was a few there was a few you know, in our a group, in our age group, mm-hmm. that aren't like us. You know, uh-uh. like they're home legit twenty four seven. Like yeah. no, no actual outside contact. You know, and it's it's like why? Like you know, I, don't get me wrong. I'm not a people person like at all by by any means. Like I, I really don't fuck <laughs> I with people. Hate you, you know, what I'm saying <laughs> fuck you fools. You know, what I'm saying don't fucking talk to me in public. But like, because I I like my circle small, yeah. and the, the circle I have is is Enough. perfect. It's perfect for me. You know, I don't. I don't if it if it's a, if it's new then cool you know but as far as like it becoming the way we have our circle no no way yeah no I I agree I mean I'm I I know a lot of people um you know rollerblading I was able to travel very far very very far I met several people I can pretty much go to any state and I know somebody in that state where I can stay where I can travel um but I don't have a very close connection like I do with my circle my circle at home here in cali is beyond like i i know maybe seven people i could call at three o'clock in the morning for any given reason and they'll show up and i'm okay with that like i don't need a big circle i don't need to call everybody and their mother and yeah and i i think that had a lot to do with growing up you know you learn the people that are actually there for you and you also learn the people that aren't and when you're in a homebody situation you just you think everybody's out to hurt you or you think everybody's like your friend when you start meeting them not knowing their intentions when or, if yeah. you grew up with a bunch of like people you know like you're a bad person you got bad intentions or like you're one that's gonna shit on my moments and you don't want that so that's how you start creating your own circle of friends yeah. that you stick with for years and years later yeah because i in in high school you know i i knew a lot of people too for many reasons you know i was i was acquaintances with a lot of people and um you know I, my my uncles would tell me like you know just wait till you're out of high school because you can't say that you're friends yet Wait till after high school. Then then you can start calling them your friends because that's when you know. And sure as shit, we get out of high school and it's just us. You yep. know, it's the same people, you know, minus a few others, but it, the core is still the same. Yep. And in that way, I know like, no, I I knew that trusting these people were, was a good idea. Yep. And, it, and it, it worked out great for me. Yeah, same way. I mean, like I said, I mean, you guys know, I, we live in a small town. Everybody knows my name. Yeah. No matter what, I'm the kid with rollerblades. I was always the kid, never afraid to do anything. I'm somewhat well known in this town but just because they know my name doesn't mean that they were there for me they were yeah they were my friends yeah they now, just know now of it's me. like my friends like you guys just said i just had another kid and only not that the whole world needs to know but only the people that i care about know and yeah. if i don't really know you like that it doesn't really matter but when back in high school everybody needed to know everybody's drama yeah cause it's just the way it was yeah it was like a fucking reality show yep <laughs> word (laughs) (laughs) um what's the craziest shit you did as a kid 
Um, and what I'll, I'll give you an example. I'll, I'll tell oh, okay, mine. Okay. As one, just, you know, based on the conversation that we just had, one of my memories is when I first moved into the neighborhood in Adelanto, my house, we lived on like, they were like new track homes that they had built. Yeah. So there was other ones being built at the time. So there was one around the corner and me, the the kid across the street, Andrew, and this chick named Lacey, we rolled up and they were, st- they were, they had just put the stucco on and oh, they were, shit. they had just painted it. So it was almost done, but they had left some sort of cement or something that was wet on the driveway. So we grabbed it and we started throwing it at the house and we destroyed the house. So they had to redo the whole thing. They took the stucco down. You motherfucker. Yeah, they fucked it up. I mean, they, 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 uh. They had to redo it. You're an, <laughs> you you're fucked a, it up. You're an Not asshole. them, that you fucked it up. <laughs> you made those motherfuckers yeah. work 14-hour days. Hey, bro, it. I give them overtime. The what if they didn't want that shit? Yeah, you're right. I'm they, sorry. But, hey, it's past the statute of limitations, right? It's been like 10 years. More than that. No, more than that. Damn, shit. it's been more than 10 years. Yeah, of course. Yeah, because we graduated yeah. in 13. So, fuck. Yeah, that's almost 10 years ago. Yeah, no, it's been like almost 15. But anyways, nonetheless, I did stupid shit. I could probably go on. What do you guys think? Shit, how much time you got, bro? I've done stupid shit my entire life. Yeah, hey, I got all night, bro. Shoot. Uh, pick pick a story. Um, let's he see. doesn't have all night. Like to damage stuff? Mm, doesn't have to be damaged. Because I Anything. remember one time. Uh, I mean, I got a couple stories. So like damaging wise, one time me and G were at a, a furniture store. I'll never forget. My mom was, uh, my mom and dad, they were buying, I don't know if it was new couches. I don't know if it was like. I don't know what they were buying, but me and G were at the store. My mom kept telling us, you guys need to stop playing. You guys are going to break something. Whatever. And fucking me and G were running around this glass table. It was a <laughs> it was a round glass table and we were running around it. You know, kids playing kids. And uh, <laughs> we were fucking, I, I don't, in my mind, we were running so fast. We tipped it over. But I guess they were saying that we bumped it, like trying to catch each other. Yeah, we fucking broke the glass table. My parents had to buy the glass table and not whatever they went to go buy. (laughs) (laughs) Badass kid, dog. Yeah, hell yeah. (laughs) And then... uh, Word. I mean, I always knew I was into... I guess it would be like sports. Like like extreme sports. I guess you would call it like skateboarding, stuff like that. Um, For those of you that have been to Huntington Beach, you know the pier. Mm -hmm. Well, on the left of the pier when you're going in, there's staircases. A bunch of staircases. Right. Right? I was probably about... I want to say like six or seven on a bike. I had I was already riding bikes like without train wheels and stuff. I went yeah. down all those stairs on my bike. You motherfucker! By myself, I created a whole crowd, and someone almost ran me over at the end because as I was coming down, you know how it's like two lanes, like one's going east and one's going west, or yeah. like north or south, however it is that they go. I was fucking coming down the stairs, and people were getting out of my way because I didn't give a fuck about yeah. people then. I was just going down the <laughs> stairs, and everybody's watching me do this. And as I jumped off of the last stairs, I was so happy to be done with it. This guy was like, oh, shit, and like barely missed me. I ended up hitting the sand and flipping over. Oh, <laughs> But I was just glad I made it down the fucking stairs. Like, I got up super fucking happy. Uh, did you guys see that? Did you guys see me clear uh, yeah. the fucking stairs? I got, we saw you almost die, motherfucker. Yeah, That's like, what we did. Everybody was like... Clapping and then everybody was scared that I was got hit by <laughs> another said, guy. Uh, should we start? Do we clap? Yeah, like yeah, it was, it was okay. fucking cool. It was the greatest day of my life. I knew that at that point forward. Like I loved being the center of attention in yeah. the crowd when it came to sports. Like I that. love that. That's shit. funny as fuck. Hell yeah, <laughs> um, I love it. I love hearing my name over an intercom. I love that <laughs> shit, yeah. man. That's, I'm a fucking. I love it, bro. And for me, the I think the funniest thing was one time we were, we used to have a I used to live in a trailer park and we had a basketball court and me and the homie were playing soccer. And he was kicking towards like the dumpster enclosures, and I was I was kicking towards the house. And so you know me being a fucking soccer star, all right, I fucking <laughs> bullet that bitch, thinking this guy over here will look at me like that motherfucker. Um, thinking this motherfucker, you know, he's a soccer player too. He's gonna be a goalie. He's gonna jump and do his one hand fucking stop. No, this motherfucker ducks. It's like two feet ahead of him, and he ducks. And so I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm fucking watching the ball just soar to the window breaks it makes a big ass circle dog i'm like fuck so he takes off right we're both gonna take off but my house is like right across like right directly (laughs) diagonal to the fucking (laughs) court so i was like i can't run home they're gonna see me run home 
And so I was like, fuck. So he runs around the corner, takes off to his house, which is like in the cul-de-sac down there. So he's good. I fucking run under a car. And I'm what like, the? I'm like, hey, they're not going to find me. They're not going to find me. I'm good. So I'm sitting there, right? All of a sudden, I start hearing footsteps. And it's like four of them, four or five of them. It's not just one. It's four, four or five of these foods. And they're running around looking and shit. And I'm just sitting there like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And all of a sudden, I hear, he's down here. And I fucking <laughs> turn my head. And the guy's behind me. And, you know, look for one of the mufflers. At, and he's looking at me. He's like, get out of the car. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> so I had to fucking go in to tell my fucking dad that I fucking broke this guy's window. And my, I got a fucking whooping that day. But oh. I, I was like, fuck, these motherfuckers look everywhere, dog. They fucking found me. <laughs> all right. Now, no. We know bad shit. Now, what's the funniest thing you remember, like, of your childhood? Like, what's something that's hilarious that you remember? <laughs> when I was a kid, my fucking cousin, dude, my cousin <laughs> would come over, and he was, like, the big brother, you know? Yeah. And <laughs> I was probably, how old is your, is your oldest son right now? Uh, Four, going to be five. Okay. I was about that age. So, <laughs> he would come over, bro, and he'd be like, Hey, if you want me, you want, if you want to go with me, you got to put on this sombrero. <laughs> and he would make me wear a fucking sombrero every time we went out, bro. You were the, as a you're kid, the little cowboy around. This <laughs> a little fucking wetback, <laughs> little time, bro. A that little bean, fucked a up. little beaner ass kid, fool. I'm serious, bro. That shit was so fucked. I'm gonna buy you a fucking sombrero so you can wear it on this podcast. <laughs> you, you're not allowed to do this podcast without sombrero from you, now on. No, you can suck a dick. <laughs> There we go. Art over here had to wear a fucking sombrero everywhere he went at the age of four because that's the only way they would let him out of the fucking house, clearly, being the older cousin. What about you, Monkey? What did, like, what's one funny thing that you remember growing up? Like, it could be anything, just something that makes you laugh still to this day. <laughs> I remember my uncles had just gotten a Mustang. Like, it was like 0204. And uh, I had gone with them to get them to get the system installed, right? And so one day they were taking me to school, whatever. And my, I don't know if it was my sister or it was my other uncle, but he was like, turn it up all the way and like just fucking blast it. And I was like, mm, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, he's not going to mind. And I was like, all right. So I go and I fucking, I fucking turn up like this fucking beaner ass fucking music, the bass and the trebles all the way up and shit, the car's shaking. <laughs> and I'm all sitting there like vibing out. My uncle comes in and just smacks me right in the back. Wow. What the fuck is wrong Oscar. with you? Yeah. Yeah. It was Oscar's car. <laughs> fucking Juan was in the passenger seat and Juan's dying laughing. And I'm like, motherfucker. And Oscar like fucking grab me. He's like, don't be fucking touching this shit. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you fucking told me to. And fucking Juan That's Oscar looks at Juan and it's just like, what the fuck? And I was like, it was his. He did it. He told me to do it. He said, you like it. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. That's fucking horrible. <laughs> oh, God, bro. You would have blew the fuck out of those speakers. I'm pretty sure I broke something. <laughs> the windows were rattling, dog. Like, <laughs> no, I said I want to tell my story You fucking said monkey. that. Fucking sissy. <laughs> All right. So, now that my brother is here, this story is even fucking funnier because I didn't expect him to be here. By the way, G is here now. So, yes. I'll never forget one time we were living in Orange County. We were at my godfather's house. We were playing hockey upstairs. All right? So, we're playing hockey upstairs. And I don't I don't know if you guys have ever seen, like, the fire hydrants. No, not the fire hydrants. The fire extinguishers. Look at this guy's fucking dying, bro. <laughs> so, there's fire extinguishers, right? And a lot of apartment complexes have these little fire extinguisher housings that stick out of the wall. Like... I don't know, yeah, I know six inches, about. like a couple inches, right? Yeah. So we're upstairs playing hockey, right? And I hit the ball, and the ball goes down the breezeway like that. And G's running full speed to chase the ball. And I tell him, like, I remember screaming, and I'm like, G, watch out for the fire extinguisher. At that moment, he looks back at me, turns around, and just plows into this fucking fire extinguisher casing. I'm talking head first, just all fucking face, bro. <laughs> Hits this fucking fire extinguisher, falls back on his back, just dead, and just lays there, dazed as fuck. <laughs> I didn't ask him if he was okay. I'd never asked him how he felt. I pissed myself laughing, bro. <laughs> it was the funniest thing. Fucking dick. Because then he gets up and he was like, I guess he had seen it and was running and was going to go around it. But when I called him to remind him, he looked back and thought he was farther away. But by the time he turned his head, he was like, 
there was no stopping. Like, that smack. Just, that's cause, fucking But he was just up. the perfect fucking height to where it was just his head that hit. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like fuck, else fucking. Like a fucking cartoon. Just yeah. Ta-ta. Yep. It, like his body went on. It's supposed to be your fucking <laughs> his body went under it and my, that's my story that's what i remember like it was the funniest i mean that's true that's it. something you remember so. Bro, it was the I funniest too, <laughs> funniest are you sure because you sounded like you were on the, knocked out dude it was the funniest moment of my life bro yeah. I, I never every i can have a down day and i just remember him hitting the fire extinguisher yeah. fucking casing and it makes my moment dude dude this guy's no crying. <laughs> it was fucking funny. Mama, mama didn't raise no bitch, huh? It was Word. funny, dude. Yeah, because I wouldn't have got ice or anything. Fucking, you would have gone to the hospital with your sombrero. Hey, you want to go to the hospital? Put the sombrero on. Let's go. That's really what it was like. That's what I'm serious. That mu- okay, so you weren't here, so I'll tell you. My cousin, when I was a kid, bro, I was probably like three or four, he'd come over I, when we lived up north. He was like my big brother. And he was like, hey, si, si tú quieres ir conmigo, te tienes que poner el sombrero. <laughs> <laughs> so he, not on, on top of that, I had to go do my hair, put gel on, and I had to put the fucking sombrero on. <laughs> and I would put, he'd put this fucking Hawaiian shirt on me and shit. <laughs> so I was like this contradicting fucking looking motherfucker just walking around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you made some motherfuckers laugh, let me tell you. Yeah, you probably I, did. I have pictures. I was, I was fucking shocked. Oh, I, I'm not yeah. sending them. But ah, I, I no, 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 but uh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna hack your shit. I'm getting those pictures. <laughs> oh, Fuck dude. you, bitch. I'm gonna get your OnlyFans, bro. You you would become the one who makes memes, not millions, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out J. Cole. <laughs> 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 yeah, we're trying to get sponsored. Hell yeah. Um, Fuck you guys. Right? <laughs> hey, this shit's so, over with. I'm done. <laughs> so I have a question. Um, you don't know a person until you move in with that person. Do you, do you, how do you feel about that? I fucking agree. Um, I'm, I mean, I, I went, for example, I, I live, right now I currently live fucking nowhere. I, I'm between here and Nevada every week. So I'm here for five hours of the day, every single day. I'm in Nevada for two days out of the week, so I don't really have a place, but yeah, things do change. You know, you have bad habits that you don't show when you're visiting someone. So yeah. usually when you're visiting, you're very nice, you're very tidy, you, you know, you try to keep your shit in your corner, or you try to keep like your things to yourself, but when you go to home or where you spend most of your time, you're okay with leaving your socks on the floor, you're okay, like most of us do it, like if there's something that you want that's not dirty, or like you're just changing for a second, you'll leave it like in the corner of the room or by the hamper and you're okay with that or i don't know i mean some people are just fucking pigs they leave shit everywhere and then some people are super clean all the way around but at the same time on the opposite hand if you're a super tidy person and you someone moves in with you that's not as clean as you are it sure drives you fucking insane like you know so so i, I think you do realize and learn to live with people as you move in with them because you also see different parts of them but wait, the the part that you're more specific towards is just them being maybe a little more dirty than you are in a way. Maybe not dirty like you're shitting on the walls, <laughs> <laughs> but like, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. Like, is there is there something else? Like, um, yeah, when they're like, fucking mad or angry yes, or frustrated, okay. like you got to deal with that shit. So yeah, there's like there's no going anywhere. Yeah, like, but I, I think it's healthy. Honestly, oh, so do I. Yeah, I honestly feel. Couple should move in before getting married. It shows you, because it shows you a whole lot. It shows you a whole lot. Yeah. And it's honestly, for me, it was more like, I'd rather break up as boyfriend, girlfriend, than get a divorce a year into the marriage because we can't live together. And we didn't, we, we're not figuring each other out because we wanted to work so fucking well. So um, I feel like they should. You should move in before you get married. Yeah, I think it, it I think if you're going to fight, you fight right when you move in because there's so much of a difference. There's so much of a difference. So like, like I was saying earlier, you know, you fucking, um, you, there's so much shit. Like if you're having a bad day at work, okay, for example, you're having a bad day at work and you go see your girlfriend, you don't take it out on her because you're going to go see her. You're, you know, you're happy to see her. Your, your things are good. You don't see them every day of the week. Right. If you're having a bad fucking day on Monday and she lives with you, she's probably going to get that into the stick because it's Monday and you're fucking tired and it's been a long weekend. Like yeah. it's just natural. You carry your bad vibes through the day and you try not to take it out on them but subconsciously you do take it on them because they're fucking there yeah but i mean i 
like for and I guess in my relationship, I, I feel it well balanced because my wife, she's like she stresses out a lot, you know, and she's like she overthinks a lot of stuff, you know. But me being on the calmer side, I think it, it's a good balance. But yeah. we definitely learned how to work that moving in first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure you guys had your differences when you first moved in. Extremely. She hates a lot of the shit I do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm not there yet. So, I mean, I would like to move in before, but at the same time, I don't think that it's a, like a factor for me to leave, if that makes sense. Like, I don't feel like there's anything she can do living together wise that would be like, oh, I can't marry her. I don't feel like that's a big factor. I feel like it's something where you got to compromise and just either get the fuck over it or learn to live with it. No, yeah. In in terms of that, yeah. But I feel like when you're moving as boyfriend, girlfriend, and you face a problem. Yeah, like a problem in your relationship. Yeah, like that's what I mean. Because because when you're boyfriend and girlfriend and you have a a fight, like you go home, I go home. Cool. You pissed off at home. That doesn't matter to me. I'm not there. I'm at my house and I'm I'm over here chilling, you know? I don't know. I mean, it's the same thing. I mean, if I'm not going to get mad. And leave and go home. I'm probably not gonna get mad and just go to bed <laughs> in the same house. But I mean, Shit, you, I be you'd be surprised all the time. That's what I'm saying. So I don't feel like it's really that much of a difference. But, you, but you'd be surprised, like handling a fight where you're you're closed in. Like r- right now, the the freedom of not being with each other. When if you guys are ever mad, like it, it's truly something different than when you're in the same ho- household. Take your ass into the room. You're separated. <laughs> You got you to point that out. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. To me, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying don't move in with somebody. No, no yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Like, if you can, like I said, I'm trying to yeah. before we get married. But I, like I said, I don't think there's any f- real factor that I'd be like, I don't know if I can marry her. I maybe I made a mistake somewhere. Like, I think. I mean, good. I, I mainly say, and then I, I also say mainly for people who are so fresh into the relationship and want to get married. Like I feel that's the best time to move in. Like, let's see how you guys really are gonna deal with each other. No, if you what's think fresh into a relationship? Yeah. What's how far? How far is fresh? Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking anywhere from six months to a year. Oh, I don't know. I think that's way too early, bro. To move in? Hell move yeah! In. No. What the fuck? No. What do, do people mean? move in after nah. like two months? Bro, I've seen people get married after a month together. Oh yeah, I've hey, seen that shit. Me too. And look what happened. A month? <laughs> Look what happened. How long was it? Oh, fuck. It was, it was six. like it was no. six oh, no, months it was, it was total. Six. It, it was six it was months like, total, and then six, he got married. Look what the fuck happened. You're right. But so that, I'm just saying hey, that's too know, early. No, no, but I know people who got married after three months, and they've been married for like 16 yeah, years. Yeah, okay. I know people that got shot in the head and still live. Yeah. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, man. Like, this motherfucker. It happened. Okay, Good but, things but, happen, but. But let me, let me ask hey, you. You might get lucky. You might get shot. You never fucking know who you going to trust. See? But that's why you move in. Because if they're going to shoot your ass, they're going to shoot your ass in there. You're going to leave them then. You're going to learn. Yeah. No, but I, okay, but I'm saying you don't think if he would have moved in first, that he still would have got married? I did fucking move he in. He did, bro. I that's fr- what I'm telling you. Yes. When? I moved in like a month or two oh, after yeah. we started dating. Where, though? To... To her, her parents. Yeah. But, hey, that's living together. Yeah, that's living that's together. Bro. Y'all said living together. You didn't say nothing about your own spot. You said living together. You're right. You yeah, got a point. I moved in, point. dog. We were, I, I'm still strongly going to agree We were copacetic. It's just girls are fucking crazy, bro. So, they act one way, and then a year later, <laughs> fuck the fake, bro. <laughs> fuck the it, fake. It doesn't, it doesn't always happen like that. You know what I'm saying? That's but, what I'm saying. Like it's, it, I feel like just every person got to do that individually and see what works for you and your I wish they created other. a drug that you could give them where their real colors would come the fuck out within the first two months. Like, hey, here, take this real quick. Let's just get drunk. And then they take a shot and you'll see like the fucking psycho that comes out of it. They'll just like, come out like, man, I can't fuck deal with you. this shit. Yeah, like, <laughs> what? What? The fuck? Why me? Nah, fuck you. Yeah, they start yelling at you for shit that like the future you was supposed to do and didn't. Like, you gonna fuck her? I'm like, well, I didn't even do it. I'm still fucking sitting here. Who are you talking about? <laughs> hey, uh, how, well, how do you feel about it? Do well, you? Okay. I'm hypocritical, okay? I'm hypocritical on, on this topic. The reason the reason that I say that I don't agree with moving in before... Because you had to wear a fucking sombrero everywhere. <laughs> Never going to be this shit down. Are you fucking jealous of me wearing a sombrero? <laughs> I really <laughs> fucking like, am. I want a sombrero. We're going to get you a sombrero. <laughs> yes. Hey, I still have it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's shit, even Damn, better. Bro, you fucking held on to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, retroactive right shit. there. <laughs> Um, I'm a hypocrite on it for like, I'll just be upfront. Um, because I feel like it depends on the circumstance. If, if it's like you, you, you're going through shit at home and you need to live with that person, then fine. See, that's wrong. In my mind, that's wrong. Cause now you're using them. 
What? Yeah. If you're going through shit at home, you're leaning on this person as a shelter instead of loving them and being with them for the love of that. Yeah, but if you're, let's say, how long have you and you been together? I'll, I'll, I'll cut that name out, sorry. But how long have you guys been together? You and your girl. You and your girl. You and your girl. How long have you and your girl been together? Three or four years. Okay, so she comes to you and some shit went down at home. You wouldn't let her stay here? Yeah. But that's what I'm, but that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about like a fucking two, three months, six month year. Like I'm talking like Some six, plus, like plus years. Yeah, like yeah, a yeah. real relationship. So, yeah, yeah. Like the but see they're engaged. Now what if she was your girlfriend? You're well, engaged right now. If she was your girlfriend, you'd let her? No, would she let you? She would. No, she would. No, she would. I can answer truthfully. She, she would let me. She, she would let me sleep in her room <laughs> through the window. <laughs> so yeah, so I, to me, it's like a matter of circumstance. Um, what? That's the, the hookah way, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah what's sorry. up with the coals? It's because the coals are cooking right now, bro. These Dude, guys they've been in there for cooking. a while, wait. They've been well, cooking. yeah, because they got to turn white, bro. No way. They're just supposed to burn red. Exactly. They're black. <laughs> I know. Well, they take a while. Your house is going to fucking catch on fire. We're getting a little sketched out here. Yeah, can you go check? You want to know why? Because you guys are a bunch of pussies. <laughs> Like, I know, bitch. I, I know. Man. I'm <laughs> trying to save. I'm trying to save your house. <laughs> Where, bro? Yeah, right. You <laughs> hey, bro, the fire. Call nine one one. I I don't speak English. <laughs> speak English. All right, I'll go check the calls. That way you um, stop. <laughs> um, but okay, so. But again, like I, me and my girlfriend have talked about moving in. Obviously, before marriage, and right. we have looked at spots. Um. I just I, I I feel like the right way to do it would be not to do that, but being you know being human and being hypocritical myself, I I would I don't think I'm gonna live by that sentiment. I just I honestly think it's better for the couple in all honesty. I get what you mean, but like like G said, you, there's um you if you're I don't think that there's anything that she can do that's gonna turn me off to go wanting to marry her, because it's not like I'm gonna move in with her like fucking three four months in. Like I'm talking, right, right, I've right. been with her for a while, so I pretty much know her. I've spent nights with her, I've gone places with her, I've yeah, yeah. gotten in the worst of arguments with her. Like I've I've been to the darkest of places with her. So I already I already kind of have an idea. So as long as I love that person and I know I wanna be with that person, I'm gonna make that shit work. Yeah, well I I, I, I could see that. I could see why you how it would be that way, you know. Like why am I gonna second guess it? Yeah. But yeah, for me, I think it's just more accepting the fact that a- anything is possible. You know, you might not really worry about anything she might do, but she might be bitching. She might be something else. You know, and what if she thinks this way, and you're just like, "Well, it doesn't make no sense." Like, it's not that big of a deal because it could happen. Yeah, I mean, just but at that point, I mean, it's gonna happen whether you move in first or you get married first. It's gonna be the end of the line there. So it, I don't think it really makes a difference. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, it'll speed things up, and it won't. You won't go through the whole marriage process. But if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. Like like how we were talking about, um, like when you how I agree you should move in first because you find tendencies of those people, you know, the person you you want to spend the rest of your life with, and you know they gave me the argument of well if I'm sure that I'm gonna marry this person and I'm gonna love this person then it's not gonna matter. But I oh shit I rebuttaled and said um. You know, what if the girl doesn't like something? You can know, you, can you turn a toxic relationship into an untoxic relationship? Yes. Okay, now I have. Uh, I don't think so, personally. But that's from my personal. Do you? Do you? Just to answer I'm real quick. I'm optimistic, so yes, I do. All right, because I think it's possible. I think if it's if the the people if the two people really work at it, if it's not just one against them against a problem. You know, if I feel like if that person slowly by a little by little can understand, you know, what I'm doing isn't isn't the best. Like, let me try to work on it, you know, and giving that person a little bit of patience. If if and you feel like that person is really going to you really want to spend the rest of your life with that. person. But would that be toxic or would that just be somebody learning? No, because they're making themselves better. No, because the person can come into the relationship toxic and it, it can all just because. And when that person is toxic, like those tendencies come out. 
So it, the relationship eventually becomes toxic. I don't think you can. Um, the only reason I don't think you can is because let's say they are toxic and it's it's more than just a bad habit, but an actual like they're actually mentally toxic from it, and they're not willing to even work on themselves or, or they're not even willing to try. Then you're just trying. You are just trying to make it work, and it's never gonna work because they're not willing to change. They're, in right. their mind, they're not toxic. Right, they're, they're they the right. They are fucking toxic. Yeah, and it's, it's never gonna work. You'll never be able to change. Yeah, it's hard for people to admit that. You know, yeah, it really is. Oh fuck yeah. When do you, when do you call it quits? You know, you know when you know. I, I feel like yeah, because because you you know when when you honestly feel like a hundred and ten percent like like you're. You know, you you've dealt with this, you've dealt with that. Like you've really tried to just be an understanding person. Like I feel there's a point where you're just like, you know what? Like there's no reason for me to do this anymore. Like obviously, I'm not seeing what I thought I would see, even after this little bit of time that I, or you no, know, this time that I gave that person. I don't know. I guess I don't see there's a time limit whenever you don't want something or feel like, yeah, this isn't for me. You can call it whenever you want. Because I'm mean, technically, you, you could go out with that person on the first date and be like, yeah, you know, sorry, like this just isn't for me. Hope you find what you're looking for. All right, guys, that'll wrap it up for this week's episode. We'll see you next week. Eat good, drive good. Get some wet on the hood of my car. She call me daddy. Goddamn, this girl's a bad.